A man is caught putting items up his butt inside antique stores. The Alabama Supreme Court has just determined that frozen embryos are actually children. And the Navy has done away with the rule that prevents sailors from putting their hands in their pockets. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a dude inside a closet. I got three weird news stories from around the country. Come on, come on. A man wearing a kilt put antiques in his rectum and then put them back on the shelf. This is according to the police we have here. Michael Vest, he was arrested after the 60-year-old kilt-wearing man in Texas was caught on surveillance footage from an antique shop. Allegedly, he was grabbing items off the shelves in the antique store and placing those items inside his rectum before returning them onto the shelves. How'd you like to be the employee that uh, witnessed him doing this? Sir, sir, there's a price check scanner right over there. Uh, you don't have to do that. <laughs> Putting antiques up his butt, eh? Mm. Well, you've heard of antiquing, right? Well, there's ass-teaking, I believe. People are into these colon collectibles, crevice collectibles. We could go on and on with the puns, guys, but I'll save you the uh, torture. All right, let's dive into some of the fascinating yet ghastly details about this man wearing a kilt. <laughs> what else is he going to wear, though? I mean, it's either a mini skirt or a kilt if you want to easily put antiques in your butthole. <laughs> so this guy was doing it. You can't do it with pants, guys. You can't, quote, try out the items if you're wearing pants, unless um, you take them to the changing room. But last I checked, antique stores don't have changing rooms. Um, I'd imagine in various Salvation Armies and Goodwills, he took some of the uh, the items into the changing rooms. So, would would you like to bring into the changing room? Yeah, I have uh, I have five of these objects that I got in the electronics section. I'd like to bring into the changing room. Ah, the changing rooms are for clothes, sir. <laughs> It says here, authorities received a call on Thursday, February 15th from multiple concerned citizens regarding an adult male who they said was observed selecting various items from uh, the shelf at an antique mall outlet and placing the selected items into his rectum. Uh, the constable said, quote, well, the male was observed removing the items and placing them back on the shelves. In, in what I would call the strangest hobby I've ever seen in my three decades working on the force. Well, in this guy's defense, how else is he going to find new sex toys? I mean, Amazon doesn't exactly tell you, will this fit in my butt? You can't even ask them that. before. <laughs> so you got to go out in the field. <laughs> it says here, a probable cause affidavit was obtained. They identified some of the items allegedly tainted by Mr. Vest's actions, including the following items. <laughs> an antique bottle opener, an antique tobacco tent can, not sure what that is, a restoration hardware piece, doesn't say the size of that, I'd imagine it's, it's quite girthy, <laughs> and an antique makeup brush. <laughs> He was just, uh, he wasn't putting that in his rectum. He was just cleaning up the area following the the uh, removal of the restoration hardware piece in that moment, <laughs> is my guess. <laughs> oh, man, you can't make this stuff up.
Now, I get this. The incidents allegedly occurred at not just one antique shop, two different antique shops, the Antique Gallery of Houston and the Curiosity Shop, both of which are in Spring, Texas. Per the affidavit, the owner of the Antique Gallery told the police she witnessed Mr. Vess pick up the makeup brush and a hardware piece, quote, shove both items up his anus, then return the items to the shelf. Um, both items at the same time? Or was it one at, one at a time action here? She said the value of the damaged items was approximately $130. The owner of the curiosity shop reported to the police that she had reviewed security footage showing Mr. Vest doing the same thing with the bottle opener and the tent can, noting that her property damages amounted to $74 total. Now, both of the owners of the antique shops claim they had to throw away all of these items that were involved in the activities due to them being, quote, tarnished in a particular way. We don't have to get into the details of that. We can imagine. Now, I I hope you've reviewed all of the surveillance footage to find all the items in question because you can't put it past this kilt-wearing fella to put any and all items that are smaller than a jukebox up there. Employees are going to have to be using gloves from here on out, I'd imagine, to handle anything. And I think at the end of the day, you know, the worst part about this is the cultural appropriation. I mean, does this guy have to wear a kilt? How insulting to people that wear kilts out there in the world. (laughs) The Alabama Supreme Court just ruled frozen embryos are actually children. Well, it does make some sense, to be fair. A frozen embryo actually has a higher IQ than Republican lawmakers. So move forward, I say. (laughs) Oh, what a circus we have in the U.S. The Alabama Supreme Court ruled Friday that frozen embryos are actually children, which pro-choice rights groups have warned could have dangerous implications for fertility treatments, such as in vitro fertilization. Now, uh... The intricacies of this are a bit complex, but let's unpack it here. I'll try to help us. Uh, There was a lawsuit where a couple was suing a fertility clinic and a hospital for the wrongful death of their frozen embryos in a ruling that contained a lot of theology. The couple's frozen embryos were destroyed after a hospital patient that uh, at a place where the freezer was that held the embryos dropped them onto the floor. And this ruling means that the couple can actually sue for wrongful death, saying that the frozen embryos were actually children and that the hospital slash uh, fertility clinic just murdered some children. This is being called the wrongful death of a minor act, and it is sweeping and unqualified. It applies to all children born and unborn without any limitations. Yeah, ruling pointed to the Alabama Constitution, which argues that each person was made in God's image, meaning each life has an incalculable value that cannot be wrongfully destroyed without incurring the wrath of a holy God. Well, I mean, it sounds like the individuals involved in the uh, wrongful, quote, murder of the frozen embryos are going to be dealt with by the holy God anyways. Do we have to put bring courts into it in addition to the wrath of a holy God? I mean, I'd imagine the punishment you get from the wrath of a holy God in the afterlife is going to be insurmountable compared to the um, the terrestrial punishments that the Alabama courts are going to give you. But I guess they want to do a, they want to double dip here with the punishments because um, those, those embryos are actually real children, it says. 
So um, I got some questions regarding uh, the premise that frozen embryos are counted as actual children. Um, if I'm in Alabama, can I put some frozen embryos in a cooler on my passenger seat and then use the carpool lane? If an embryo that has been frozen for 18 plus years, uh, can, can they get a credit card, purchase a gun and vote in the 2024 election? I'm wondering. I'm looking at embryos for Trump 2024, right guys? It's going to be embryos for Trump, I imagine. <laughs> wow. Also, also, can you claim your frozen family on your taxes? That's another thing to talk about. I've already given this more thought than the Alabama Supreme Court, it seems, in the three minutes I've done this segment. <laughs> wow, really smart people over there. And here's another scenario. What if, what if a, a couple, they freeze a bunch of these embryos for a future child, but then they're, they're able to have a child naturally. She gets pregnant for real. Do they then have to support all of the children, all those frozen embryos, in addition to the child that they're going to actually have? Can they put those frozen embryos up for adoption? Whew. I mean, we got a, we got a problem here, guys. We've got to figure this out. Oh, oh, also, if there's a power outage at the fertility clinic and those freezers go down, is the fertility clinic now on the hook for mass murder? Did they just murder 50,000 children? I mean, I'm not smart enough to figure this out. I'm just guessing here. I am going to say, though, that maybe Alabama shouldn't jump into science yet. I mean, not until they're done with the cousin humping. Anyways, you know, <laughs> this is a state where, like, children can get married. I believe the legal marriage age is, what, 14 in Alabama? So maybe get those things under, under control before you start... <laughs> Start jumping into uh, science. Uh, the uh, Medical Association of the State of Alabama warned that this ruling could bring about some harmful consequences for fertility treatment in Alabama. I would say harmful consequences? Yeah, every fertility treatment center is just going to leave Alabama at this point because it's too dangerous. I mean, the consequences of anything happening to all of the children that you have frozen, it's, it's just too much of a liability at that point. So this is going to create a situation where anybody in Alabama who, want, who wants to do IVF treatment is going to have to just travel out of state or maybe mail order. Can you do it through the mail? I'm not familiar with all of the options that we have in, when, as far as fertility goes. I got a vasectomy, so I'm going in the opposite direction. Uh, I'd imagine Alabama is going to uh, make vasectomies illegal at some point as well. A lot of these states might outlaw vasectomies. <laughs> That's the next step. Oh, boy. I'm glad I squeezed mine in before the deadline, before the Christo-fascists take away my rights. And I think the next logical step in all of this, uh, if these uh, Bible thumpers have their way, would be to claim that my sperm is also a child. That would be the next step. And then uh, I guess w what I'm doing is holding all of my sperm prisoners against their will inside my sack by not letting them out. Because every sperm is sacred, every sperm is great, every sperm is sacred, every sperm is great. What do you guys think about this story? Do you have an opinion on it? Do you lie somewhere on, on one side of this? Call the show, 646-450-2012. I would love to hear from peeps. Gonna hold my baby, gonna squeeze her tight But I gotta wear special gloves Cause she's got eczema Oh, my baby got the eczema Yay! The Navy gets rid of the ban on sailors putting their hands in their pockets 
The Navy got rid of a source of anger and online mockery this past week, announcing they are lifting the ban on sailors keeping their hands inside their pockets. I'm wondering, uh, prior to this, how did the sailors get stuff out of their pockets? Did they all just do a handstand and allow things to fall out? How'd they get at that hidden jelly donut? That's what I want to know. Is that a jelly donut in your locker? It says here, sailors are authorized to have hands in their pockets. When doing so, does not compromise safety nor prohibit the proper rendering of honors and courtesies. That is the statement from the actual Navy. The change was largely made at the request of the sailors, who saw the rule as pointless and quite irritating, I can imagine. It's pretty cold on the deck of a ship, very windy. The pockets are a place where you can keep those nice hands warm. This ban had been in place because the Navy believed that keeping your hands in your pockets actually detracts from a sailor's military appearance. Yeah, perhaps there's some credence to that claim. But, you know, then you got to argue that uh, 24-7, they got to keep up the military appearance when that's not the case. You know, you're on a ship for how, how many weeks, months? Sometimes you should be in military appearance and sometimes it's downtime and you should be able to put your hands in your pockets. I'd imagine if you're all lining up for a military photo of some sort and you want to look very regal and professional, then yeah, no hands in the pockets. That makes sense. Or when, you know, when they line up in the morning, don't they line up in the morning and the guy walks down and tells them, gives them orders and they have to salute to the guy, you know, the lead guy on the, on the ship, whoever's, what is it, like a sergeant or a, or a chief? I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know anything about the military. I, I claim complete ignorant, ignorance. I never had the desire to join the military. It's not a place for a guy like me, I don't think. Uh, I like to sleep till 9 a.m., so not for me. Um, but I imagine when that guy gets up in the morning and checks them all out, they got to stand at attention and then no hands in the pockets. That seems natural. If you put your hands in your pockets in those moments, it would seem like you're insulting the chief or the, the head Navy guy. Also says there's some more changes that are going to take place during the announcement. They included other notable changes, some of them reflecting the growing presence of women in the Navy as well. Female sailors are now permitted to optionally wear T-shirts specifically designed for female bodies with Navy uniforms. Uh, the statement said that the intent of this policy update is to address expressed dissatisfaction regarding the required wear of male or, or unisex t-shirts that are not designed to actually fit the female bodies. Women can also now wear fake eyelashes or eyelash extensions, provided that, that the latch, lashes project a natural appearance and are not longer than 14 millimeters in length as measured from the eyelid to the tip of the eyelash. False eyelash color will match the color of the natural eyelash. Eyelash extensions cannot hinder wear of protective eyewear. The rules changes will have a big impact in San Diego, it says, which is home to nearly 60,000 active duty sailors. Now, for the sake of this story, they threw in that those Navy statistics because the story is actually out of the San Diego Union Tribune. I've actually met some of these uh, San Diego military peeps. There's some bases in the uh, San Diego, San Clemente area. I've done some shows down there and had a lot of military people come to my shows, and they're, they're awesome. I've noticed that the... Um, Young military crowds are very well behaved compared to some of the other young crowds that I've had to perform in front of, such as the young college crowd, which is a bit annoying, and they definitely can't handle their booze, where I find the military people can really handle their booze. I don't, this isn't a plug to join the military, so you'll be better at drinking. I'm just reporting the data.
Uh, lastly, uh, one further change that they've made to appeal to their military youth is they're now allowing selfies on the poop deck. Selfies on the poop deck, guys. No, I made that up, but sounds like that would be fun, right? Is there anybody going to listen to my story? All about the man who put antiques in his butt. <laughs> He's a kind man that wears a kilt and he loves the fresh air. And he puts the things inside his butt. Oh, but antiques. But antiques. <laughs> Oh, man, I really crossed the line there. I totally desecrated a Beatles song. Please forgive me. Oh, I hope John Lennon isn't looking down from heaven and just disgusted by my parodying of a Beatles song to a story about a man wearing a kilt putting things upside his rectum. Hey, you got to take these kinds of risks in life to be entertaining, though, I find. Please don't cancel me. And please subscribe to Weird AF News, where you get terrible jokes, and likewise, horrible song parodies. I want to thank you guys for spending some time. If you haven't subscribed yet to the Weird AF News podcast, please consider doing so, but do so at your own risk. Just know it's terrible. Uh, lastly, if you guys would like to support the show, oh, I would love it if you supported the show. Yeah, I got a website. It's weirdafnews.com, and you can go there and buy Jonesy a coffee to keep me caffeinated throughout the day. And you can also join the Patreon. That's a way to support the show. You also get additional weird content if you join the Patreon. It's sort of an added bonus, so I encourage people to do that as well. Uh, if you want to send me any stories, my email's funnyjones at gmail.com or you can uh, go to my Instagram, at funnyjones, and then send me stories in my DM. You can DM me and say hello. Tell me your name. Tell me where you're from. Introduce yourself. Say hello. I love to hear from listeners. I'm so grateful. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Good luck with your life, man.